Okay, hi team. Okay team, so welcome to the session on uh, a launch event on advanced cloud security governance program. I'm so happy to welcome you all. And uh, just for my introduction, my name is Krish. Most people already know me. For those people who who just basically new to my session, so I'm a IT consultant. I'm a cloud computing uh, security specialist, and I basically uh, work as enterprise cloud security architect. And regarding my profile, I've been in IT for last 18 plus years on various domains, and from 2010 specifically on cloud computing and uh, cloud security, cloud security governance and architecture, uh, cloud auditing and assessment, cloud pen testing, and those kind of stuff. And uh, also, I do training for various certification programs and customized cloud security training programs. For more information, you can visit my LinkedIn profile. So, this particular event team is actually, you know, a launch event for a new program which we have introduced, which is called as a Advanced Cloud Security Governance. So, I will give you an idea about what exactly is this program and why this program is basically relevant and what is the outcome you can expect from this particular program. So, generally, team, in talking about cloud computing, now you know that basically cloud is one of the most demanding technologies in the world, and basically many companies are going to cloud computing. And out of these things, when we are basically going for a cloud platform, there are two areas which we have to focus. One is basically about the implementation approach, and one is basically about the governance approach for example now let's suppose that team when you're going for a cloud when you're going for a scenario where you are deploying cloud in your organization so you may have a lot of cloud engineers cloud security experts cloud pen testers cloud architects and cloud operations experts and all these kind of people who basically can do that in your organization so like the same way we have these technical people who basically do these things in the organization we also need to have a set of people who are a, a bit you know a different working in a different level which is called as a professionals and for that particular professionals is basically where we have designed a course called as a advanced cloud security governance so the first of all what is a governance team when you basically go to any organization the first word which you will hear is what we call as a governance right so what exactly is a governance actually so now let's suppose that i am currently working as a part of an organization okay i am currently working as a part of a any like you know let's suppose uh, you know infosecrain or maybe if i am working as a part of any organization okay so there is a definitely there is a goal for our organization right for every organization we are working with we definitely will have a specific goal for our organization and for accomplishing that goal like for example now if i am working as a part of an organization i have a you know i have a, a set of employees in the company i have a people who who basically invest in the organization i have a lot sort of people who basically work for the organization like that we have a series of people who work in the company right so i want to make sure that whatever i am doing in my business is properly aligning with my organization or my business requirements like for example let's say if i am running a banking organization so i want to make sure that whatever i do whether it can be adopting cloud computing whether it can be adopting uh, you know other technology whether it can be anything which you are doing it must be able to properly support our organization's requirements right it must be able to support our organization's business requirement and that is the reason why team when you go for a business we have a concept called as a governance and as per you can see as per the definition here that a governance is a process of evaluating the stakeholder needs and conditions to achieve uh, agreed upon objectives through the framework of policies 
procedures and controls let me give you a give, give you an example for this team now let's suppose that my in my company in my company i'm saying that i want to basically go to cloud computing let's say i want to go to microsoft azure or if i want to basically go to google cloud platform or if i want to deploy my servers in uh, some vendors or if i want to build a new infrastructure so whatever i am doing i'm just spending a lot of money on that i am taking a lot of effort on that i am handling a lot of people's sensitive data so in that case when i am handling a lot of people's sensitive data when i am handling a lot of people's uh, sensitive information when i am taking care of a lot of uh, you know uh, specific uh, personal information and all i want to make sure that i have a complete security and everything for my data i am storing there and also i want to make sure that in the perspective of cost in the perspective of security in the perspective of visibility for all these things i need to have a assurance and clarity and that is one major reason why we have a governance so governance basically help us to oversee and basically drive the whole process in a business so for example now i am uh, when, when, when let's suppose that if i am working in a banking organization so i want to make sure i need to establish some certain specific set of policies and procedures and certain set of controls to make sure that i can drive my whole business properly in a proper step by step way plus also i want to make sure that team whatever i am doing in my business it is able to properly support my business requirements without affecting my without you know increasing the cost a lot without compromising my security and for all these things we need to have proper governance and obviously you know as you all know that obviously as you all know that team when you go for a governance it's a set of operations right so for example now let me let me give an example team now in the organization why do we have a password policy team see one major reason one major reason why we have a password policy in the company is to make sure that let's suppose that uh, i am i'm just you know my employees or my customers are basically logging into the you know company portal or basically as my as a employee of the organization i want to i log into my company portal or my applications and all if i don't use a strong password it can it can compromise the particular thing right like the same way for all the things we are doing for like the same way for everything data access policy data storage policy encryption policy uh, then uh, access policies password policies then uh, pia policy like this we have a lot of policies we have in our organization so the reason why we have a policy is to make sure that team whatever we are doing in our business is properly aligned with that particular governance requirements we are having right the ultimate goal of this governance is to make sure whatever we are doing is properly aligned with how the organization is designed to run the structure and the you know to meet the proper business requirements right and that is why we have a governance and as a part of the governance is basically where we have enterprise risk management information risk management and all this kind of stuff but when you go to the cloud platform the biggest challenge we have is that team in the cloud platform do you have only one entity called as your company like for example now i am going to a cloud platform called as amazon or now i am going to a cloud platform called as uh, microsoft azure or google cloud platform or any cloud platform do we have that particular only you know one company there no right when you go to a cloud platform what basically happens that team we have a lot of organizations there plus we have a third party called as a cloud service provider right when you go to a cloud platform the biggest challenge we are having is that team we have a third party which is introduced to your business called as a cloud service provider now let me give an example team are you willing to share your critical business data with somebody else team no right 
obviously no because more, most people here or almost everyone here is not willing to basically share your business data or even your personal data with anyone else in that case when you say you're going to the cloud platform okay you're saying that you're going to the cloud platform in reality what happens there is that you are having a third party called as a cloud service provider it is another company right it's actually another company so you're going for a third party company called as a cloud service provider and from that particular in that particular company is where you are storing your data your applications your customer data and all the sensitive information so obviously what happens team this particular governance can become even more complicated let me give you some examples here so when you go to a cloud computing definitely cloud computing heavily affect the governance the reason is because team when you go to a cloud the entire way of change entire way of business or entire way you are doing the governance is changing let me give an example if i'm going to a cloud platform called as amazon okay or azure let's suppose if i go to a saas platform if i'm go to a saas cloud service do we have any visibility or control over this team when you basically go to a cloud platform you don't have any visibility or control over the activities which is basically happening in the cloud platform right you are completely believing you are completely believing the cloud the entity called as a cloud service provider see even if you say authorization authentication that also is the provider is providing right you are completely or blindly believing them right that is the biggest challenge we are having so like that you are depending a lot on the third party audit reports you are depending a lot on what the provider tells you that they are doing right like my provider is telling me that they are handling my data properly my provider is telling me that they are following these these best practices but there is no other way i have to simply believe him right i cannot go to the cloud service provider and basically you know uh, understand or basically physically go there and verify it right like this the cloud introduces a lot of complexities in the governance aspects especially uh, let me give you some examples so first of all we have something called as a cloud adoption strategy right so basically what happens team now when you are going for a business okay you are going for a business so biggest challenge we are having is that team, when you basically say that you are going for a business okay sometimes uh, sometimes uh, it's not like you know you directly go to the cloud platform and you do things you have a sometimes you have a hybrid model sometimes you want to use utilize both the cloud and on premises sometimes you want to basically store some sensitive data in the on premises let me give you an example in every company we have a cloud policy in every company when you go to a cloud platform we design a cloud policy in that policy we clearly has to mention what data we want to take to the cloud platform what data we want to keep in the on premises like the same way there are a lot of challenges when you basically go for a cloud adoption now in the on premises you have a lot of security controls you have a firewalls you have a physical access control you have a monitoring you have a encryption but when you go to the cloud platform the way you are doing things can be entirely different for example if you are telling me that krish i am having a sensitive information in my hard disk in my on premises i can basically have a what i can have an encryption i can have a key management i can have a proper access control and all but if you basically go to the cloud platform you are depending a lot on the provider for implementing these things also especially if you go to a pass and saas platform this particular strategy entirely changes because you are depending even more on the cloud service provider the third challenge ensuring compliance because when you go to a cloud let's suppose that team my company has to comply with some regulations like or standards like hipaa or maybe pci dss or maybe gdpr etc so my question is that team 
when you when your company has to comply with the HIPAA and when you are going to a cloud service provider and if he is compliant does it mean we can skip the compliance team let me ask you my question once again so I am going to a cloud service provider who is HIPAA compliant does it mean that I can skip that HIPAA compliance part never right so never we cannot because at the end of the day we are the data owners if something goes wrong at the end of the day it's become our liability and our responsibility it is never the responsibility of the cloud service provider so ensuring compliance is one major challenge when you go to cloud platform because data and compliance data security and compliance always remain as the consumer responsibility then the fourth one which we are having is basically what we call as a managing the course part of it okay obviously you know you may be I have seen many people telling me this Krish when you go to cloud the cost is very way cheaper when you go to the cloud platform cost can be super cheap okay but what reality happens the team anything you're doing in the cloud platform is built right you go to the cloud platform you are creating some servers storage databases monitoring whatever you're doing anything you are basically deploying or be you're doing it's getting charged like for example now if you're running something for one hour you have to pay for that one hour even if you're keeping it idle if you're running it you have to pay for it right like the same way in the cloud the cost will basically spike like nothing it's you know the reason is because in the cloud platform like for example now you have a you have a team in the company so instead of a particular type of hardware if you select some more hardware the cost is increasing again instead of basically going for a basic hardware which you need if you are increasing the hardware to a more again you are charging a lot more right like this managing cost in the cloud platform can be even more challenging because this is something which i have seen that when many people you know many companies when they call me for consulting the first thing they say is that we we have planned to go to cloud after reviewing the cloud cost and all like for example now i will tell you a simple use case one of my organizations okay went to the cloud platform and uh, they just go to the you know AWS uh, pricing calculator okay pricing calculator and they have seen that if they deploy this particular server it will cost them around $300 per month this is what they were expecting because the server cost was showing that if they run this particular server for one month it will cost them around $300 but in reality what happened was the bill came almost around $850 so how does it happen there is a lot of hidden things are there in the cloud computing like cost of data transfer cost of storage cost of backup cost of network bandwidth and performance like this a lot of costs are there so managing the cost in cloud computing is a very tedious and very complicated task sometimes so that is one major challenge in cloud computing because if you go to on-premises you can tell me Krish this is the things we can do for in improving your cost but in the cloud platform one small mistake or one particular small change can increase the cost to almost double or more right and the next thing is that you are completely depending on what when you go to a cloud platform you are completely depending on something called as a contracts right you are simply depending on the cloud service providers contracts you are simply depending on something called as a you know their supplier assessments and all like for example now in the on-premises for compliance you have a or a governance you have a lot of stuff you can do you can have a visibility you can go and verify things you can make policies and procedures but if you go to the cloud platform you are depending a lot on the cloud service provider contract that means that if i am going to my cloud platform I have to have an effective contract and SLA with the cloud service provider. I have to precisely design an SLA and contract with the cloud service provider. Otherwise, you know, if something goes wrong tomorrow, if my data is compromised tomorrow, if something get corrupted, if there is a 
one time happens i cannot you know complain to them or i cannot take him take them to the court of law so i have to have an effective contract right so contract necessarily is the most important thing we are having in the on premises if you go for you have a complete monitoring and visibility but if you go to the cloud platform can you go and do the auditing their team in the cloud platform is it possible for us to basically go there and basically verify their uh, infrastructure and everything if they are doing proper or not no what we are doing is the team we are relying on the third party assessment reports when you go to the cloud platform we are completely relying on the third party assessment reports that means there is a third party called as a iso there is a third party called as a nist there is a third party called as a csa there is a third party called as a uh, AICPA SOC. There is a third party called as a PCI. So they come and audit the cloud infrastructure and that reports you have to blindly believe. There is no option. You can go and directly verify things. So that lack of visibility itself make the things even more challenging. Right. You are completely believing what the cloud service you have to believe what the cloud service provider is telling you and you have to simply go behind the contractual and SLA kind of stuff. So this makes the cloud computing even more complicated. This makes the whole cloud computing process even more complicated. And in fact, you know, team, when the reason, the major reason why I have planned for this particular program is because I have seen that many people ask me for, I mean, when, when we go for some corporates and all right, these corporates, uh, you know, come to us and basically they ask me, Krish, if we do CCSP certification, if we go do CCSK certification, if we do a CCAK certification or AWS certification, will we be able to properly do this cloud governance? Will we get a complete visibility and all these things? Again, team, as when you go for a certifications, you are learning a lot of things, but you know, Definitely there are some more things like you know some practical aspects. We may have to map it in more effective right? So that is the major reason why we have added this particular thing in this course and customized a lot of contents on it and you know made it to an advanced customized cloud governance program. So I will come I will discuss more about that particular program. But before that team one more thing I want to discuss is that See this is the this is the biggest concern we have in cloud governance. Okay, so let me tell you one more thing. So this is what you have to be clear when you basically go to a cloud governance. First of all team, now you are going to a cloud service provider. This is your organization and your company is now going to a cloud service provider. So what happens team when your organization goes to a cloud service provider and he is getting these things from different other vendors, right? The cloud service provider is getting the internet from some other vendor. The cloud service provider is getting the uh, virtualization from some from different vendors. The cloud service provider is getting some physical security from different vendor. The cloud service provider is getting the network from a different vendor, right? Like this, they are getting this from different different vendors. So that is one major challenge. Supply chain is one major challenge. Can you basically have visibility over their, uh, you know, their vendors team? As a customer, do you normally have a visibility on the cloud service providers vendors? No, right? That is one major challenge which we are having. We don't have a visibility completely over how the cloud service provider is delivering things to us. The next thing is that when you go to a cloud platform, we always say a word called as a shared responsibility model. That means that I'm going to my AWS cloud platform. I'm going to my Azure cloud platform. Everybody in, in the internet will tell you that, okay, Krish, when you, if you go to cloud governance, you have a shared responsibility model. But are you sure that this particular shared responsibility model is limited to only the cloud service provider and cloud service consumer? No. Now we have something called as an advanced cloud security uh, cloud shared responsibility model. That means that we have a lot of entities cloud service provider, 
cloud service broker cloud service uh, you know uh, auditor then we have a cloud service provider then so a cloud service consumer then CSPM tools we have a lot of companies are basically there in between between you and the cloud service provider as you are increasing your complexity in the cloud platform governance can become even more challenges the next thing when you go to a cloud platform we have a normally we have a hybrid model right like for example most companies now what they do they have something in the on premises something in the cloud platform in that case defining who will do what or who just what responsibility is even more challenging right like your visibility assessment and scope there can be a lot of challenges like this there can be a lot of challenges like when you go to cloud platform and that is the reason why team people always you know basically go for something called as a uh, you know a certification like CCSP CCA can all to make their employees more aware of this particular kind of a cloud challenges but to make sure that whatever challenges we are facing in the cloud platform to have a proper visibility and idea about the cloud strategies in my company that's the reason why we have designed a program called as a advanced cloud security governance so this program as i told you already before this program is designed in such a way that this will give you two primarily two benefits first of all this is basically something which will help us to get a complete understanding of the uh, you know contents which you have to learn for your ccsk and cc ak certification like if you are a person who basically want to pursue the certificate of cloud security knowledge or ccsk and certificate of cloud audit knowledge and CCAK, this particular program combines all the benefits of the CCSK and CCAK program. Plus, you also will get a more tailored and customized curriculum, which will give you a more clear understanding of how to map this into what we are doing in real time. Like, for example, let's say in CCSK, CCSK, we are discussing about something called as a shared responsibility model and cloud policies. But in this particular program, you are learning the same thing, but again, you are learning a little bit more in perspective of how to do it in more practical this is not a program which is going to discuss about uh, aws or azure or gcp or those kind of stuff this is a program which will give you a complete uh, actual practical insights and and a proper expertise on securing your cloud in, uh, environments in a more governance risk and compliance approach and to help you also to help your team and you to prepare for a certification programs like ccsk and ccak so who is the audience for this like basically for this particular program who can basically join this program so team as i told you before this program is strictly designed in such a way that this will give you a complete visible visibility and approach on designing a proper governance strategy in cloud computing including how to choose a provider how to design a proper identity and access management strategy what are the key cloud security challenges and basically how what are the key mitigation controls we can have for that how can we have a proper incident response how can we basically have a proper budgeting how to ensure that we have a compliance based on legal and other fa factors like this you can learn a lot of things when you basically come for this program plus you will also be able to prepare for the examination program like ccsk and ccak and this is basically for people uh, in such a way that like if you're an information security professional or a cloud or cloud security architect or a risk management or anyone who want to adopt cloud computing for their business can come for this but i strongly recommend if you are coming for this particular program team the primary thing is that you always make sure you learn at least you you must have a fundamental knowledge of at least one cloud platform that is definitely recommended because that will increase your understanding perspective of this particular program